0: to have you the bill michaels show rocking on 877-867-1670 877-867-1670 got to say hi to our guys at steel uh, steel tank dave and mike and everybody over there in oconomowoc uh, right there behind the exonia bank i uh, i it's ex Ix, exonia Ix, exonia uh, Ix, uh, ixonia uh robrook lane as a matter of fact right there behind the bank but uh, they got a big music venue that's getting ready to open here uh come hopefully early summer and i'm really looking forward to that they have been uh, tearing up the floor over there and getting ready to put this thing together so uh and they have got a new chef and tremendous food dishes i can't wait to get back out there and uh try some of these new things but check out our friends at steel tank brewing a craft brewer right here in the uh, lake country area and they're looking to continue to expand so if you're looking to add your repertoire of beverages in your establishment get a hold of our friends at steel tank they've got some really good stuff and it's all veteran owned and uh, veteran themed which is really cool so uh give them a shout that's our friends at steel tank steel tank brewing uh let's get back to the phone calls let's talk to john listening to us in madison john how you doing today man what's going on in your world
1: Hey, great show today. You're making me laugh. It's like going to a Comedy Central at times. I'm really enjoying it. No, I appreciate it. Uh, I got two points to make here. Um, one, when the year that Rodgers skipped the mini camps and said, uh, let let Cobby coach him up, I, it made the hair on my neck stand up. I thought, are you kidding me? Here you got these new guys. In the past, he's complained when things didn't go right yeah i just weren't on the same page lack communication and then he pulls that and then at the end of the season says yeah just weren't on the same page you're repeating himself again and Mm -hmm. i'm going to me the packers should have traded him a year ago now uh, an mvp does not win a super bowl you can give all the mvps you want but you know it's good to have that yeah but what do you do in the big moment you know Another point is if you want to look at – if you want to look at character, I look at the way Drew Brees played and the way he went out. The guy is playing with a punctured lung, bruised ribs. Did you hear him badmouth anybody, make excuses, or when he left say, yeah, they treated me like crap in New Orleans, you know? It just – to me – Rogers needs to take a look in the mirror without the mushrooms and the dark side and all this stuff. (laughs) And I think he needs some therapy. I mean, I think he's got some (laughs) issues. I really do. And I, frankly, the way this thing's going down in, uh, with the jets, I think it's, it's going to repeat exact history repeats itself. They're making the same mistakes that green Bay made by letting him think that he was king of the world and he should have everything he wants. I, yeah. It's going to be a disaster there, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> um, I Well, I appreciate the phone call. I don't think yeah. the Jets are on the path to a championship. Like I said, I think uh, I, my prediction too early and probably will go wrong is that Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers maybe finishes third in the MVP voting because he, he is going to come back and have a solid season barring injury. And then um, you are going to see that team maybe get to 10 wins. Probably be a wild card going into the postseason, fighting for a wild card spot even in the last week of the season. And uh probably get bounced in the wild card weekend. That's that's just kind of my thought. But the Jets fans will look at it as they're better. Now you gotta go through what we just went through with the darkness and will I, you know, come back and and such. And I, I think that's probably where they're at, to be perfectly honest with you. I think that's where all of this ends up, but I don't doubt that Rogers is going to have a tremendous season. Now, uh, I have had a lot of people say, "Well, Bill, that's fine," but what's going to happen with the Green Bay Packers? Where are they going to end up? I don't know. I don't know. I that because I'm talking about a virtual unknown in Jordan Love. I am, I am not base uh, You know, CJ says uh, I look at the Packers to get 10, 11 wins, and they're going to be postseason bound. I hope that happens. And my question is, what are you basing that off of? A top-five defense? An offense that's going to move the ball more effectively? A quarterback that is going to be better than the quarterback play you saw last year? What? What are you basing that off of? Because if you're basing it off of the fact that you saw nine passes out of Jordan Love against Philadelphia, and you forget about the game against Kansas City, you forget about the second half against Detroit, and you forget about a lot of the the missed opportunities in some of the preseason games we've seen, and you're basing it off of nine passes against Philadelphia, I think you're buying into fool's gold. Are we hoping it ends that way? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're all going to be rooting. You know, we're hoping that Jordan Love is – I hope I'm wrong. Aaron Rodgers, the one thing Aaron Rodgers did for me was make me look really smart. Because in the very beginning, when everybody said – He's never going to be Favre. He's never going to be good. He's never going to be a winner. He's never going to be a champion. He's too arrogant. He's too cocky. He's not, you know, he's not the gunslinger. He's not tough enough. All of that stuff, I said, let this guy play. If he's half as good as his knowledge and his mind, let him play, and he'll be a Hall of Famer. And he, and for that, I will always be indebted to Aaron Rodgers because he made me look brilliant. He, he – he, it was. It didn't do it for me, but he made me look brilliant. Um, in a lot of ways, over a lot of things, but hmm, I don't have that same belief yet in Jordan Love, so we'll see. We'll see. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um. Uh. Green Bay. Uh, Will says going to be end up third in their division. So what are you thinking, that uh, the Vikings and the Lions, then the Packers, then the Bears? Bears have made a lot of moves this offseason. Who's gotten better and who's gotten worse? Well, certainly the Packers have gotten worse, right? So probably, you know, the Bears have gotten better, but how much better? Now you got to wait and see what they do with those draft picks as well. I think... Um, you know, uh, Ben, when we have Dan Miller on the voice of the lions and when, and whenever we've talked to Dan, we always talk about, you know, beginning of the season. And then we talk about, you know, as, uh, you know, the game between the Packers and the lions comes about, we always talk with Dan and, um, Dan's always said, as long as you have 12, you're, you're going to be the favorite to win the division and you're going to be a favorite to win every game. I wonder what Dan's going to say this year.
2: Oh, I can guarantee him Lions fans. I know all the Bears fans that I'm friends with. They're thrilled about this, but I think that's the 15-year buildup of anger oh, God, yes. and defeat, right? Right. Where I, I mean, their teams are improving, but I don't know if it's necessarily as forward-thinking as as like they think it is. They're they're happy the era's over, mm-hmm. but one would wonder yeah. if that happened last season as well.
0: Right? I mean... Because the Lions beat you know, him twice. Right. Dan Campbell is, has been good. You know, he's 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 got them trending in the right direction. Now, the big thing for Dan Campbell, the big thing for the Vikings, is you have to take what you did last year and expound upon it. The Vikings have diminished via their defense. They have lost some guys. They've cut some, cut some dead weight. Um, you know, now you wait and see. Where the Vikings are, but the Lions—if the Lions figure out their defense and get it better, I, boy, I tell you what—you get one more piece in that offense, one more weapon to guard, and I don't care who's under center—that's a good. That's a good football team. Now, if you're a Bears fan, you have to pray to God that Jordan, uh, that uh, Justin Fields, is the real deal, and they've now committed to him because they had a chance to move on and they chose not to. So. They're fully committed. They're fully vested. Now they're going to get them some weapons and some help up front. And how much better will the Bears be? Um, I would have to say, if I had to pick the favorite in the division right now, dare I say the Lions?
2: Remember, they get Jamison Williams as well, their first-round pick from last year. Right. I, I think played two games last season after tearing his ACL, down with the ACL in Alabama. So right. they're, they're already getting better.
0: Um, I still the Bad Guy
2: think, TV. Go ahead. I still think it's the Packers. If I'm being honest. If I had to pick a team to win the division. Really? I just so so in Chicago, we don't know if they have a coach, right? Like we know the mm-hmm. GMs making all these great moves, they have all these draft picks. They've signed a lot of guys. They have spent like right. 30-40 million dollars on next year's cap already. But I don't know if they have a coach. And until I'm yeah, until we're proven wrong about the Bears being what they are. Uh, I'm not all the way in on them. The Lions, I like, I don't think you could tell me that, that Jared Goff and Jordan Love could be that far off in terms of how good they are next season. And right. if all goes well in the draft and the defense goes back to something we we think it can be, we hope it can be, then I, I still think, uh, until the Packers, like, lose the division again, that
0: I'm not moving on to say the Lions will. Okay. No. think of this, though. And this is somewhat scary to think about. Give me the top five quarterbacks in the NFC. There's Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, which if he's in your top five, you're like, holy crap. Carr. Carr? Really? He wouldn't be in my top five. Cousins is better than Carr. Is Jared Goff in that mix? Kyler Murray, is he in that mix? Geno Smith? Daniel Jones, is he in that mix? Think about the quarterback play now. Brock Purdy, is he in that mix? No way. I I agree with you, but when you start to look around, your top five are probably Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff,
2: I guess that's kind and, of my point. And is, maybe whoever Carolina drafts. Let's say Love is fine. He, he's not incredible, but but he's good. Right? How far off is he from all of those guys, except for Hurts? And we saw the team last year. They had
0: potential. There were just right. moments where they fell on their face. But now you've got in the AFC, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. You've got Lamar Jackson. Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Tua. I mean, holy man. Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. You can't take him out of the mix because he had a hell of a season. Is Garoppolo? What about Garoppolo? He's been to a Super Bowl, he's done nothing but win. And everybody thought that that AFC West was going to be the most stifling division in all of football. Now it's clearly the AFC East with the AFC West, or depending on what Deshaun Watson does in Cleveland, could it be the AFC North? I mean, think about the quarterback playing the AFC, and think about right now who stands tall in the NFC. And you can't even come up with legit five top quarterbacks in the NFC. Rodgers just left left a conference where he was clearly the best still. J, then Jalen Hurts, and then it's a trickle-down effect from there to be just another name in the AFC. He's not even the best in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes is. Joe Burrow probably after that, and then Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan, but he's still – Quality, he can still – and like I said, I don't think Deshaun – I think his better days are done. Deshaun Watson's an albatross of a of a, a boat anchor around the Cleveland Browns organization, but just think about that. Think about the level of – Jared Goff may be one of the top five in the NFC now. Wow. And depends on what happens in San Francisco, you know? Uh, I just that, – that is a very stark reality – So could the Packers end up in the postseason? Sure they could. Because the quarterback play overall in the NFC, and I guess if you're Goody, you're like, you know what, now's the time to push Rodgers out the door because there are no other quarterbacks in the NFC that's really other than the guys in the NFC East that are really going to threaten. Is Jared Goff better than Jordan Love? Is Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins is now the best quarterback in this division with one playoff win under his belt. It's wide open, man. It is wide open over in the NFC now. I think it's uh, Philadelphia's to lose, hands down. But it's wide open in the NFC. The crazy thing is, though, you look at free agency. Eagles yeah. have
2: lost a lot of guys, a lot of key guys. They brought you a lot are, back. That, that You are true. But yeah. their defense is going to be not even close to what it was last season. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys have added a bit, but they're the Cowboys. The only team that I think has gotten considerably better might be the Niners. But who's playing quarterback for them, you know? That's that's it. I mean, they
3: already, the already have the have right. they already have the top defense.
0: Right. They already had the top defense. Their I mean, offense is still Ed good. Hargrave. They just they, they just they just need somebody to be able to throw the football. 877 7, 8. go ahead 877-867-1670. Hey, uh, speaking of picking things up, uh, if you're going to pick anything up over the weekend, maybe you want to do the uh, the corned beef and cabbage. You can do that. Stop down. Uh, Robert's Specialty Meats. They have it right now. Stop down. You can start making your own. Otherwise, uh, sit down, sit back, relax. This weekend, I have... Uh, after tomorrow, I have nothing on the schedule. Nothing. I think we're going to... I think we're actually going to Gina Della's house on Sunday for a little bit, but I'm watching basketball. I'm doing nothing. We're going to grill out nothing, nothing on the docket. So I'm going to pick up some spicy, hot Italians. I'm going to pick up a couple of Al Capone sausages, maybe an Al Capone roast, and we're not doing anything. I'm going to Robert's Specialty Meats. Go to Sunset Drive in Waukesha or do what I do. Place my order online. Go to com. You can stop in and pick it up. They do ship, but, uh, man, the ribs on a stick, the uh, garlic parmesan chicken skewers, all that kind of good stuff. Oh, so good. Check out our friends at Roberts Specialty Meets Waukesha. Roberts Specialty Meets
4: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: program thanks to our friends at J&L Tire and Service Center. Uh, They're right there in Watertown and in Johnson Creek. And if you go to the one in Johnson Creek, they are right off the highway, just north of 94, the Johnson Creek exit. And they do big rigs. Uh, So if you're looking to get the oil change in your minivan, you're good to go. If you're looking to get the air brakes done on your big rig, you're good to go. They can handle everything. So check out our friends at J&L Tire Service right there in uh, Johnson Creek. And uh, we can't forget about our friends up in Watertown as well. And uh, you can get a hold of them both. Uh, either place jnltire.com jnltire.com again jnltire.com good stuff there 877-867-1670 877-867-1670 if you want to get a hold of us uh, that's the phone number to do so you can find us on twitter find us on facebook youtube twitch tv um thank you for subscribing by the way over on youtube a lot of people have in the last 24 48 hours so like that um Let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to Barry listening to us in uh, Glenwood City. Barry, welcome to the program, man. What's up?
4: Hey Bill, love the show. <clears throat> uh, Thank you. Great last little great last little segment there. Kind of want to tail off that.
0: You know, appreciate it. Thanks. I mean, die what's up?
4: Diehard Diehard Packer fan. And I'm real I'm forty six. I'm really afraid of another thirty years of terrible play. You know, I remember growing up and it was right. not good. You know, so I'm on the Got the news tied, ready to kick out the ladder, and I hear your last segment, and you only think about it, Aaron Rodgers was just a functional quarterback last year. I mean, maybe better than average last year, and we still had a shot at the playoffs. So, you know, really, Jordan Love has to be average if we improve, and we should make a playoff run. I'm not as negative as I was 20 minutes ago.
0: The biggest thing for the Packers is going to be the defense, and I firmly believe that. Um, I really feel like the Packers, defensively speaking, they have to be in the top five-ish area for them to be a playoff run team. If they're not, they won't be. Would you agree with that? I
4: 100% agree. Uh, now I'm back up on the ladder again because I'm not a strong baby <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? (laughs) So you're right in the sense that, you know, Jordan Love, he's one of the better quarterbacks. I mean, probably top seven, maybe eight, depending on what you would think he is coming into this season out of the NFC. And then you go, oh, yeah, Joe Barry and the defense have to be top five for him to do something. (laughs) Brock Purdy was really good, but Brock Purdy could make mistakes because he had an incredible defense that was number one in the league. So yeah, go make a few mistakes. Who cares? Because we got a defense that's going to take the ball away or get you stops where you've got a defense that may or may not get stops you just don't know because of what has been done in the past via Joe Barry they have lived to death by a thousand cuts with this defense so that that's a that's a great question you know yeah well
4: thank I'm you sorry to burst call. your
0: bubble <laughs> <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble appreciate it man 8778671670 they need okay th- this is what i believe if you really want to get into the bear, and this is, again, far too early, far too early to, to really predict. But if you get the number one, uh, the, the number 13 pick overall, plus the 15th pick overall, you're one of those two picks you're trading. Okay. You need a, if if you have a stud defensive lineman, I know that's not popular, but you take him with one of those picks. If you have a stud wide receiver, I have my eyes on Jigba. Smith and Jigba. I uh, that that's the guy I would love to see come here. You put Smith and Jigba opposite Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs in the slot, you're good. You're good. I would do that. So suddenly your offense is better. You're solidified with Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, John Runyon. Yash um, Nyman or Zach Tom over at that right tackle position. Uh, later on down the road, you take another offensive lineman or two, you know, and and add to that. Try to grab yourself a, a good pass catching tight end. It's supposedly a deep tight end. Pull would we'll do that in a second round. So your first round pick would be a good stud defensive lineman, and another wide receiver, and then in the second round, grab yourself a tight end. The third round pick. I would do anything and everything I can to trade it away. Third-round picks for the last 25 years for the Green Bay Packers have pretty much sucked swamp water. So you could you could just ask Sean Ryan, PED busted. Hopefully he amounts to something, but I'm not holding my breath. Then after that, keep filling it in. You've got compensatory picks. Keep filling it in. Just add depth. Grab a safety. Grab uh, Grab more beef up front. Grab more depth at the safety position, at the corner position. Just keep grabbing. Grab, 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 grab. That's that's what I would do. Um, I know people say pass rush. I think if you get stud defensive linemen, it's going to help your pass rush overall. Because then you're going to have um, Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark, TJ Slayton, whoever else you get. Um. Is Jaron Reed still available, Ben? Do you know on the free agent market? No, he was he's at gone. least certain, he he is gone. Okay, he's I thought gone. so, but I wasn't sure. Which might be addition but, by subtraction, right? But you know, you still got, um, like I said, Chris Slayton, T.J. Slayton, Seahawks, Jonathan Ford. Uh, okay, Seahawks got him. Jonathan Ford. You still got four or five guys, but if you got a four-man rotation, if you got Devontae White, Kenny Clark, T.J. Slayton, and another stud, there's four solid guys to throw in there. Preston Smith, obviously Devondre Campbell. You're still going to have Quay Walker. Probably, you know, um, whether it's Chris Barnes or McDuffie or whoever else that you're going to have there. Barnes comes back. I don't. I doubt it. But you're eventually going to get. You're going to have Kingsley and Gabare, uh, Rashawn Gary. Both Rashawn Gary hopefully comes back sooner rather than later. But you don't know how he's going to be. You're going to have Jair. Stokes is going to be back. Savage is going to be back. Douglas is going to be back. Um. There's Shamar, Gene Charles. You know you already have Keyshawn Nixon coming back. You know, you've got at least some depth in the secondary. you got to figure out that safety position. Are you bringing Rudy Ford back or anything like that, you know? But I, I, think, uh, I think you're not far. You just need some depth. The right tackle, I think, is going to be if you give it to Josh Nyman right now and you say, because Zach Tom is more of a, a guard, uh, but, but those two guys are going to battle it out. Yash Nyman most likely will win it because he will be the guy. And then you've got, don't forget, you've got Caleb Jones. And that's a guy that I mentioned, but Caleb Jones, man, if he progresses, that guy looked good in preseason. He ended up going on the non COVID li- or the COVID list. And he was down ill for a while and then ended up coming back. But then he got called up. But that guy is, I'm telling you, he has got small goats and Sherpas on the south side of his ass bringing people up the mountain. That guy's a huge mountain of a man. That that guy's massive. I'd love to see him develop into like what Phil Lodeholt was for, uh, for Minnesota. Oof. Oof. Love to see that guy develop like that. I don't think they're that far away. I don't think they're that far away. And then it all depends on the play of uh of Jordan Love. And then behind Love you have the mighty Danny Etling. How we careful. Looking. How we looking. <laughs> uh I know you're the Danny Etling fan. I just You're the guy. I don't want the Etling Hive
2: to to I don't want the bees in the Etling Hive to start buzzing again. Okay. Because
0: they were buzzing. They were buzzing hard during the preseason. Yeah. All right. I understand that. I get it. 877-867-1670. Hit us, find us. Love to have you. Still got some time left to go on the show. Stay tuned. We got more. Bill Michael Show continues right after this.
4: Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Uh, I know uh, St. Patrick's Day right around the corner, but the end of the month is uh, closing out. You know what that means? That's the end of an era. Albanese's Roadhouse, uh, the Albanese's, Joey Albanese and uh, the family with Dominic Sports Lounge and such right there on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield coming to an end. And uh, they're uh, they're calling it a, a career in the restaurant business. So, um, you know, don't know what uh, the future is going to hold, but they're closing down. So if you haven't been out there and you haven't said uh, congratulations and or sayonara to uh the italian restaurant that is uh i highly recommend you get out in the next uh you know week or so and uh, and say goodbye they're open on i believe it's wednesday thursday friday saturday now wednesday through saturday and that's it that's it I open up at four close about 10 and they're winding it down winding it down so a family it's been around a long long time winding it down uh 877 let me say something real quick here um Aaron Rodgers' appearance yesterday on the Pat McAfee show. I'm not angry. I don't, you know, people say, "Why are you so angry?" I'm not angry. I just I am scoffing at the hypocrisy of it all. That's all. I'm not angry. Nothing I'm not what, what do I have to be angry about? What I think is is contradictory is you hear that the Packers, which is coming out today, that the Packers have been saying, you know, yeah, there were times we tried to get a hold of Aaron Rodgers and we couldn't get a hold of him. Yet Aaron wanted transparency. Aaron, we don't know. the fo- Nobody asked the follow-up questions when it comes to the interview. Nobody asked. Oh, by the way, how many times did the Packers get a hold of you? You're upset that the Packers were shopping you around, but you said you were 90% thinking you were going to retire anyway did you tell the packers that and if so then why would you be upset if the packers were maybe shopping you because if you were thinking of retiring well then they're thinking you're not all in so if there is a chance that you want to come back maybe they're thinking eh, it's probably time for you to to wrap it up anyway you know because if you're this close to retirement now maybe they don't want to go through this again they don't want to lose jordan love over all of this right why would you be and and then the next question is so were they actively shopping you, picking up the phone and calling teams, or were teams calling them saying, Hey, what would it take to get Aaron Rodgers? And they said, Maybe an offer, I'll listen. But maybe they maybe they're just picking up the phone and saying hello. So none of that was asked. But yet it's I love the organization. I love everybody. He doesn't mention Goodekins or anybody by name, obviously, because you know. He has love for everybody, but he's never going to show it. Right? That's the other hypocrisy. I've got nothing but love in my heart. I love, I love everybody. I love this thing. I got a, I got nothing but love. But yet, if you're on the outside, man, don't talk to me. Don't. Tell. It's kind of like the guy that goes to church every Sunday, has the white Bible, sings every hymn, knows everything in the book, and then go goes home on the uh, during you know on Sunday evening and does nothing but swear and mf everything and you know holds grudges, acts like an ass all week long, and then comes back to church and he's all loving. You know, it's come on, come on, come on. You're full of crap. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just like call it out. Call call it is what it is. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, 877-867-1670, find us, um, he also said back on January 31st on the McAfee show that there wasn't, uh, that there were trade talks. There were, there was talks going on. Now, that's interesting. I wasn't a part of, I wasn't a part of that. I wasn't a part of that. Remember that comment? And that's when I said, well, wait a minute. What if the Jets are calling and all they're doing is picking up the phone saying hello? Oh, well, that's interesting. I'm not included in that. And all of a sudden he comes out of the darkness going, I can't believe they were shopping me around. You knew people were calling. You said it yourself. Your own words are an effing lie. That's why it's not anger. It's just like, come on, man. Just because you're on a show that, you know, I, I, I understand Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk's position because if they don't drill you you'll come back on the show but if they drill you with questions legitimate hardcore questions you won't do the show but yet you have love in your heart for everybody oh, come on man it's just i love everybody just peace peace come on take a mushroom come on crap in a bucket see what it's like come on that's the hypocrisy of it all and just keep keep on going i guess i you know i i know that uh you know i've had a couple of shows that i've done now in new york as well where they're just like we well, can't wait to get him here to ask him these questions so have at it then you piss him off but even though he has love in his heart for everybody he's never going to talk to you again <laughs> so it is what it is right all right let's go to todd listening to us in mount horo todd how you doing today man what's going on
3: hey bill i i see it a little different than you i think i've made that clear i I don't see it quite as. I think uh, Packer Management has a little bit, bit more at fault in this. They're both sides are at fault. I think.
0: Oh, absolutely.
3: I think the ninety ten thing Rogers never told anyone that. That was his own feeling. That's why he was going into that retreat in the first place to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think he gave anybody indication that he was more looking more at retirement at that point. But reason I called it, I just hope the burning build the the building burns down. Um, I, I can't stand Gudakunst. I think he's as arrogant as Rodgers is, and Lafleur is just a soft crying baby. So I, I think before the Packers can get better, I think you got to get rid of Gudakunst and Lafleur, and start over. Get somebody outside of the organization that doesn't, you know, that hasn't been under Ted Thompson. 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback and you have two Lombardi trophies, that's a bigger failure than the Jets who haven't had any quarterback are only two less, as somebody said I saw online, made that remark, and I agree with it. This Mm -hmm. this organization has failed for the most part over 30 years with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks.
0: Right. No, that I would agree because there was always opportunities, and take Gutekinds out of the mix, but there's been opportunities, uh, and, and appreciate the phone call, there's been opportunities. Go back to Ted Thompson. You know, Nick Perry's Dayton Jones, you know, I mean, you start to look at all these other guys that he's drafted and you're, you're fitting square pegs and around holes. And, you know, I get it. They were drafted near the bottom of the bottom of the draft and they had success. And, you know, but it's like, come on, man, really, you know, just, uh, yeah. TJ Watts sitting there. You want Kevin King, you know, Josh Jones, Montravius Adams. You know, there were some guys that were hits. Kenny Clark was a hit. I think Jason Spriggs, bad choice, Kyler Fackroll, Blake Martinez, Dean Lowry. He was serviceable at least. Go back to the days of Demarius Randall, Quentin Rollins, Jake Ryan, Brad Hunley, Aaron Ripkowski. The Ripper. Big fumble in an NFC championship game, by the way. You know? I just I, I go back, you know, right? Nick Perry, Jarrell Worthy, Casey Hayward, Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels was the best out of that bunch, Mark. He he was the guy that really Nick Perry. Remember, he was a defensive end, and they ended up putting his hand on the ground. He was a defensive end, and he never fit. And yet they gave him a second contract because he was the best of a bad lot. You know, Bob says, what about Derek Sherrod? Derek, the only thing that came good out of really that, um, that draft, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was Randall Cobb was right behind Derek Sherrod and Randall Cobb opened the season that year with, um, with running it back. He took the opening kickoff back for a touchdown. Remember that against the saints? That was when kid rock was playing out in the parking lot. That was fun. Um, yeah, Justin Harrell. Oh my God, Justin Harrell was a big kid. He was, he was this likable, big baby face kid. You know, like you wanted to give him a hug. He wasn't a, he wasn't a defensive lineman in the NFL. He was a guy you wanted to give him a hug and just say, you know what, I whatever you end up doing, you buy a Dairy Queen, man, make some ice cream for kids, go be happy. You're you're not a you're not an NFL player. Then he had the back issues and everything. i I know. I agree with you. I get it. There was was a lot of missed opportunities, no doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's get another one in. Let's go to Dave listening to us in Madison real quick. Dave, how you doing, man? What's up?
5: Hey, I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing great today. What are you thinking?
5: Uh, My thinking is a question. Uh, If they don't come to any sort of a deal, what happens? Does Rogers still remain with the Packers? And then if he retires, just to prove his point or whatever you want to call it, if he does choose to unretire, he'd still be under the Packers' control. Wouldn't he or am I right yes. on
0: that? Yes, you okay. are correct.
5: Okay, so yep. they basically, the Packers have all the balls in their court
3: then.
0: Correct, yeah. And so if, yeah. if, if let's say they don't get a, a deal and Rodgers retires, what they would probably do is say, if you're going to retire, don't make it official until after June 1st. So that way, they can spread that that money out over the course of two years, and thus gain themselves twenty million dollars. So that would be the first case, you know, uh, of of what they would prefer to do if Rogers does not get uh, get a, if they don't get a deal done. Uh, uh, but but I'll say this: the chances of them getting a deal done are one percent, or uh, of not getting a deal done, I should say, are maybe one the, percent. The, I, you know, again, I believe Rodgers, I said 60% of me said Rodgers was going to be back unless he wasn't all in, then he wasn't coming back. I believe 99.9% of me, Rodgers is going to be under center in New York. Uh, by the way, CBS Sports also reporting uh, that Joe Namath said, yep, yeah, take my number 12. Take my number 12. So there you go. Bill, hey, I, uh, when we, yeah,
2: go ahead. I saw a great comment yesterday from someone in the golf world. That said, if Rogers can take 12, wonder if he'll take 10, but then they give him or tell him that he should really be a three. It's a handicap joke. Right, because he's really a three, but because the golf handicap, yes, And, and Pebble it, yes. he played to a ten point five.
0: I the minute you started talking about tens to threes and should be yes, and I knew exactly where you were going because I, I I know the uh, the fairway in which your mind thinks. They, they should. They way. should make him wear number three. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, let's do this. We got Dan and Jack and a cast of thousands. All in hold. Stay tuned. Final segment. Bill Michael show coming up next. Segment We're going to get into a uh, the guy that uh, did the mortgage on my house. Uh, his name is Scott Ellis. He's fantastic. And you can ask him about the 2 1 buy down. And if you're looking at interest rates right now between six and a half and seven and rising, what would you say to four and a half? Oh, I've got your attention. I, I don't know all the ins and outs. That's not my gig. Uh, but he does. And he has got what's called the 2 1 buy down. So if you're uh, thinking about possibly getting some of the equity out of your home, Uh, or maybe uh, you're thinking about getting pre-approved for uh, a home loan coming up in the spring here, whatever, Uh, get a hold of our buddy Scott Ellis, 414-791-7771. He is uh, available. He's the guy that worked with me, and I'm an idiot uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff. He walked me down every path. I basically spent all the time in my house. They had a couple people come out to me, and that was it. It was uh, a smooth and easy process. So, again, get a hold of my buddy Scott Ellis at uh, Homeside Financial. And uh, he's fantastic. 414-791-7771. Anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. 414 791 Anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. That's our buddy, Scott Ellison, again. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Uh, i got Dan listening to us in Viroqua. Dan, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm
5: doing fantastic. How about you?
0: I am, uh, I'm doing wonderful, man. I'm just kind of sitting here hanging out right. and getting ready for the rest of the day.
5: Good. Well, I have to admit, I... Unfortunately, I do know Ernie Betts. So, um, oh, you poor man. Get that, yeah. But the good news is I have the second Tuesday of every week to watch him. So that's good. <laughs> okay. so, so after yesterday's show. Yes. Uh, your show and Pat's show, I decided to take a walk out in my pasture and with my beef cows. And I think I had an accidental colon cleanse. Oh, my goodness. Then I oh, came my goodness. cow pie. I kicked over a cow pie and I found some uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms.
3: It yeah. enlightened
5: me. So my thought process is: Why don't we ask the self-proclaimed, pro- proclaimed greatest packer of all time, what he thinks he's worth in a trade to the Jets?
0: I would love to see that. Uh, I—that's that, a great if, question. Yeah.
5: I mean, if he thinks. He's good enough to take the Packers to a Super Bowl, and he's good enough to take the Jets to the Super Bowl, and the Packers think he's good enough to take them there if he'd show up and Mm -hmm. do the job that he's paid to do, then the sky's the limit. I think two ones, two twos, two threes, maybe five or six players, and uh, maybe Woody's puppy dog or something. I don't know. (laughs) You know, (laughs) know, I've talked to buddies of mine, you know, and, and, and through this whole thing, and to me, Jordan Love, in a sense, is insignificant in the conversation. Either Rodgers wants to play or he doesn't, right?
3: Right. The Packers
5: traded up to take Jordan Love, and they've trained him. He's earned the right to prove whether he's a NFL quality quarterback or not. Now the Packers, okay, give him that chance. And now you prove it. Sign a veteran backup, maybe a uh, Matty Ice, maybe a Marcus right. Mariota, and just state. We're bringing him in. We're bringing him in. He is absolutely our emergency backup. Jordan Love is our quarterback for 17 games next year. Don't read anything into this. Right. We're going to let him sink or swim. I mean, I've been a Packer fan my whole life. I'm 62 years old. I watched the 70s and 80s of praying for a winning season or maybe we'd sniff a playoff. Right. And uh, so I'm not ready to go back to that, but I watched Jerry Tagge, Anthony Dillwig, uh, Rich Campbell, uh,
0: Randy Wright. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I remember, to... man. Uh, believe oh, me, yeah. I. Oh. I yeah, it was uh, not a good era. I mean, I uh, appreciate the phone call. I mean, when you look at the great quarterbacks of all time, you've got Favre, Starr, Rodgers. You could probably throw Lynn Dickey into that mix. He just never had the good defense set up to uh, to be able to do that. But, man, oh, man, yeah, there was a lot. I Trust me, I've seen a lot of better quarterbacks. By the way, rec- I, I, I can't get past this. Tony Bennett. And the Virginia Cavaliers have been beaten in the NCAA Tournament on a far-out three by Furman. The number 4 Virginia Cavaliers fall 68-67 to Furman, the first big upset of the NCAA Tournament. Maryland held on to win by a couple over West Virginia, 67-65. You've got a couple of games in progress right now with uh, Utah State by one over Missouri. That's uh, just starting the second half. Kansas running away with it over Howard right now. That's at halftime. But the first big upset, remember, Tony Bennett and the Virginia Cavaliers are the only top-seeded team to ever be beaten, ever be beaten by the lowest seed in the tournament. It's happened only once, and that was when a 16-seed knocked them off some years back. But uh, Virginia, the Cavaliers, upset again, again, Furman, Furman knocked him off. How about that? What a way to end! What a day today. Benny, and now salivating to get uh, get home and watch the rest of the tournament today as it unfolds?
2: Yeah, I mean, I won't be home until six thirty or seven o'clock. But oh, you've got uh, the show tonight, don't you? Kyle, Kenny, and Halpern. No show tonight because Grant's really. Out. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Grant Mills is in Arizona broadcasting, but I've podcast to record some work to do yep
0: there you go that'll do it that'll do it time for us to get out here we'll be back at it again tomorrow on a st patrick's day friday until then have a good one hoop